welcome back to Pretty Social Podcast. We are so happy for season three. It's Finally. been a long time. <laughs> it's been so long. It's cr- it feels so weird because so weird. not only were we obviously off for mm-hmm. a long time, a long but we time. weren't recording. Like yeah. we so were we, we were on a break. break. <laughs> <laughs> so to actually sit here recording the first episode for season three is it's Oh, I have to kind of get into the groove. Got to get in the groove. I'm excited though. <laughs> I, am too. I missed it. I missed you guys. I missed the conversations. I miss Gabby crying every week. Oh no. <laughs> gosh, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna get tired of that. <laughs> Are you gonna cry today? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. We're I gonna see. I can't guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so we're just so happy to be back here we with are. you guys once again, and we're just gonna jump into it today. Yes. Make sure you like comment share subscribe and hit the notifications bell so you don't miss an episode yes all right so today um we're gonna kind of talk about a little bit of a hodgepodge of things so we're gonna talk about um what it's like to be an adult and chase your dreams chase your ambitions um have goals and then like lose that motivation and what it feels like when things aren't going your way or when you are expecting it to be a certain way or if you feel like you're failing at it and like how do you continue on or what how do you even choose that it's something to continue to pursue yeah that is it's interesting you know thinking about chasing dreams as an adult it's not the same as like a young (laughs) adult or a teenager Mm -hmm. and I think like what kind of brought this topic on was I want to address our extended break. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we love a pretty social podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we have sure. so much fun. We love these conversations. We have them anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just really exciting to be able to talk about it on a platform and share our stories and hopefully somebody will connect, relate, you yeah. know, find inspiration in our stories and it's nice to connect with other people who dealt with the same thing it's nice to hear y'all stories it's nice to hear how some of y'all overcame things um i remember talking about anxiety and getting many people talking about the ways they dealt with their anxiety and i'm like wow i didn't even know so many people were dealing with this let alone so many different suggestions that could be put out there that i never personally would have thought of so um as much as we love pretty social podcasts you know it can be hard it can be hard Yeah, it can be a lot. Yeah. And I think, uh, so the biggest thing, at least for me, and and we we both talked about this, but for me was that we have definitely seen so much change and so much growth Mm -hmm. in the podcast from season one to now season three. Um, But in my mind, I'm like, we should be at 200 subscribers (laughs) and, you know, this so many listeners and we need to see this much engagement and yeah. then when you don't see that yeah it becomes it it, it becomes discouraging Very at least discouraging. for me because you know we're not you know wealthy people who this is just like what we do in our free time because we just have so much free time like this <laughs> is a lot of work because we are super crazy busy Mm -hmm. and we make time for this and it sometimes is really hard like even recording episode one of season three we had things going on that prevented us from doing it and it's a lot so when you sacrifice a lot Mm -hmm. and um you're really making time for something that you really have a passion for but it's just not where you would like it to be Mm -hmm. it's hard because you're kind of like 
Is this something that we should continue to do? Mm-hmm. You know, does it make sense with our schedules and all yeah. that? It, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And you don't want to quit because you don't want to be just another failed project. Right. You don't want to just be. And I think that was one of the things that motivated me in the beginning mm-hmm. is like, we just have to keep going. You know, I hate when I see people with really great ideas and I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Why did you stop? I love that. I was one of your only four supporters, but they was going to come because you had some good content. You had some good product, whatever it was. But we quit before we can get to that point. And it's like, that sounds good in the beginning. But then when you doing all this work and you starting to feel burnt out and it's just like you, you spend all this time and you buy all the things to create the content and then you get three likes yes zero shares you know it can be very discouraging but i think that's just a part of you know building in this time it is anytime you want to do anything especially something like a podcast Mm -hmm. when there's a million podcasts but i actually read some statistics i really wish i would have had the numbers but it just popped in my head that you read about like there's like a gajillion podcasts Mm -hmm. out there yeah but if you really look at how many of them are active Oh, it's not, not that many. No. The, they count everybody who's ever even created a podcast. Yes. That's why that number is so huge. And then when they consider active podcasts, that just means posted within the last year. Right. So I'm like, it's really not that many people out here grinding and chasing not it. At all. And mm-hmm. I feel like that would apply to anybody else's dream if you're singing, if you're rapping, if you're yeah. dancing. Like, I don't know why, but I think that sometimes when we become adults, mm-hmm. people can start to see their dreams or their ideas as silly. Yeah. Especially if you want to be an actor or a singer, you know, it's like, oh, hang it up. You know, Mm -hmm. we're too old for that. And it's like, how do we hold the space for that as an adult? Or do you just chalk it because it's too late for us now? No, no, I definitely don't say chalk it. I mean, obviously, it all comes down to realistic expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could never, I I would never say that. And it's not a dream, but I would never say that I would want to be a singer because I cannot sing whatsoever. And that just doesn't. Well, that don't really mean nothing. Well, nowadays, (laughs) anyone can. But still, I just feel like you, I I just feel like you would be. No, seriously, no, but for real. What did Jay-Z say? Some of y'all don't even belong here i'm just saying he wasn't lying because a lot of people don't belong there and i'm talking about the grammys if you don't know what i'm talking about that's what he said um but uh i don't even know where i was going with that you can't be a singer i'm still saying from season one and season two i'll be forgetting stuff same Um, og yes shout out to anyone um but yeah so i think there has to be like a um realistic expectation of it yeah but i also feel like Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, the worst thing you can do is fail. Yeah. That's the worst. And I know that's easier said than done because failure can be scary. Yeah. Like, when you put yourself out there and you're giving it your all, like, a lot of times, I'm not going to lie, there's been a lot of times where I've tried something and I don't tell nobody because I'm like, at least if I fail, no one's going to know. (laughs) But, um. I know you said you tried belly dancing once. (laughs) I did. Actually, I don't think I failed at that. I actually really liked it. I was like, I should start doing it. But then I'm like, what's the time? I don't have time to do all this stuff. But I actually really liked belly dancing. It's been a long time. We tried pole dancing. We tried pole dancing. Not for me. I will never try that again. Shout out to y'all. Not not that, I I mean, I'm not trying to be a stripper or nothing. But y'all got some crazy 
strength. That's not even. Not, listen, honey, that is a. We that's did worse than like Pilates. What, a one hour class, and I was dead for days. Yeah. <laughs> even the dancing class we went to, although yes. I would do that again because I was, was so again, fun. Like I was dead for days. Sore for days. I was. I, <laughs> and I was stretching, and I told Nate I would pay him to help me stretch because it was so much. Pain. Yeah, mm. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just go for it. Go and, for it. Yeah, you know, if you fail, you fail. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Then you move on to the next thing. At yeah. least you try. The scary thing for me is to have a dream and be too afraid to go for it, and then mm -hmm. always wondering what Ooh. if. Yeah, watching from the sidelines forever, yes. and, and you don't know because you could have made it. You could have, or I feel like. Like you said, realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. For instance, my husband, when he was a kid, he wanted to be in the NBA. Yeah. He loves basketball. <laughs> Seriously loves basketball. And um, he is now 33. He's almost 34. Yeah. He doesn't have dreams of going to the NBA. Mm -hmm. But he's played, since we've been together, in many adult leagues. Yeah. Huge leagues for yeah. the whole city. Everybody come out. That is really exciting and fun for, for him. Sure. He took a back seat to it because we got three kids now and it just got hectic. Yeah. But it's not like you have to go to the NBA. If you yeah. love the game of basketball, you can hoop. You know what I'm saying? You can get into coaching if that's what it is. You don't have, you you know, it's not like, oh, give it up. You're never going to go to the NBA. Or if you want to ask, you yeah. know, for me, I would love to just do some local plays on the side. I'm not trying to be the next Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. I don't have the time to. But you could be. I could be. You could be because she didn't start until she, she was, was in, in her, her 30s. 30s. Yeah, she was older than I am yes, now. she was in her 30s when but she started. I don't have the, uh, <laughs> you know, to come to, I'm not doing the whole come to California, be yeah. homeless, stay in hotels. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want it that bad. You yeah. know, but if you did, don't give up. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and actually that, that brings up another point because sometimes if you really, really, really want something, and it's worth it enough for you to go after it, you will probably have to make some sacrifices. Yeah, for sure. So, like, yeah. that situation, you know, it's Haraji. She literally was a single mom, yeah. broke, went to um, Hollywood, and, you know, she she made it. Yeah. But it was a lot of sacrifice. And yeah. she's not the only one. There's so many stories of celebrities who they so sacrificed many. everything they, they had, and they were... Um, homeless and poor and you know they made it and that's obviously not a story for everyone mm -hmm. but you you have to understand there's sacrifice in it yeah you know whether if it's sacrifice of something big like that or it can just be sacrificing your time yeah. sacrificing i i hate to say this because it's not what i want to say this i don't want to i'm trying to think of the best way to say because i don't want to say sacrifice your peace but there's gonna be stress yeah there's gonna be stress involved like i i um i mentioned last season that i'm back in school and it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. And it's tiring. And, you know, in a sense, you sacrifice your peace to a small degree because you're you're, you're stressed. You have so many things on your plate. And mm -hmm. now you got something else to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, a huge it's not sacrifice. like you're 20 and doing this. You're, yeah. you're 35 with, with the child and responsibilities and work and all this other stuff on top of it. And it's like... I know I have to make that sacrifice mm -hmm. if I want this because there's no other way, at least 
at this point in yeah. my life right now. Yeah, and we don't, and, and chasing dreams as an adult, you don't necessarily have the support system that you have when you're a kid. Yeah. Like you just said, you have all these things to do. It's not like a kid doing their homework and then they get to go downstairs and see yeah. what mom cooks. No, I gotta do my homework and go <laughs> and cook. And I gotta go cook. <laughs> and I gotta clean up those dishes too. <laughs> and, and go change the laundry yes. and then go to bed because I gotta get up early and get everybody ready, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, it's a lot of sacrifice. Um, I just think about, because I, I, I know a couple people that are in school that are moms and my sister-in-law who every time I see her she's doing homework and yeah. she's saying I don't want to do this anymore mm -hmm. I want to quit got three kids single mom already got her um, nursing degree going back to advance yeah. it and it's just like I just be like don't quit just think about the end just yeah. think about the end you know what I mean but I get it like yeah. as an adult you don't have anybody to come it's very rare it would be lovely if we did have somebody to come and say, hey, let me take this off your plate. Like, you just worry about this. Don't yes. worry about that. But how often it's, do you see that? And, and it's rare. And I, I get that because so many times I'm telling God, I need I need something, something, God, something. <laughs> I, I don't play a lottery, but I'm like, I just want to win the lottery. I just want to have some way to make my life a little bit easier so I can get through this because I'm kind of in that same boat as well where it's like, I'm so close. Like, I'll have my next degree in the summer. Um, June or July. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited. And I'm like, oh, it's it's way too close. I'm not quitting that. But then yeah. I still have to continue on for my master's, mm -hmm. which is another at least year, year and a half. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I, I can't take it. I'm not going <laughs> to be able to do this. Like, And then I just tell myself, if, if you want it, and if God's opened the door for you, you can do it. Like yeah. that's, and, and I know... Some people aren't really into, like, that positive self-talk. Like, some people think, like, that's just, like, oh, whatever. Anyone can say anything. I think, but if you really mean it. If you mean it. Because there's a such thing as toxic positivity yes, where you just say sure. stuff that you don't really know what it takes or what it's going to entail. But you, you talking about getting your master's, you're saying that after actively experiencing what it is like to go to school with all of the responsibilities you have so you know what you're getting yeah. into i mean we do a lot of times jump into things and say oh i want this i want that and then we get it and it's like oh this is not what i signed yeah. up for so it's just like about kind of weighing all the things yes um sure. and that's what i feel like too sometimes even with the podcast it's like it's gonna take sacrifice you know it's gonna take buying things you know for me i'll be cheap <laughs> Right. New shirts, new shirts, new <laughs> microphones, like more new things. Right, it takes money. It takes money, and we want more new things. We yes. want more sound equipment. So yes. we are gonna drop something for y'all if y'all want to help some sisters out, <laughs> help us out, you know. Um, but we want cameras. We want better equipment yeah. because we are not giving up because we really have a passion for this. For and sure. like I said, pretty social is really about um shared experiences it's not just oh we want to look no shade because th this feels shady coming out shade. <laughs> it's the shady tree <laughs> my husband once upon a time called us petty social <laughs> how dare you how dare you i mean there could be a little pettiness too a little bit just a little but I mean, a little pettiness is okay. Just a hater. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's about, it's I, what I was going to say. Well, is I, like, I want to know what the shady part is. Like, don't, 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 don't go over that. that. <laughs> we didn't do this just to look cute and be no, on social not. media getting Absolutely views. Not. I mean, I see that all the time. Like, it's podcasts where it's, <laughs> we could literally be sitting here like, so what's your favorite position, girl? Because I like when my man did it, did it, did it. Like, uh, I'm over it. But the one, <laughs> so, okay, so this is another thing about, Again, we were talking about how the podcast really got us onto this topic is 
in the podcast world, not only are there millions of podcasts, but there's always new ones popping up. And now every it's day. like this thing for like celebrities, like every celebrity has a podcast now, which I didn't think it was like that before. I could be wrong, but we were in the podcast world before this. Like we had a podcast. Before COVID, when they popped what was out. It, like 18? 2018 yeah. was when we started our first podcast. And even that one, that one actually, I just canceled the subscription on it so that's mm. been up since 2018 so yeah. that was an inactive one that's been showing up in the number two it's not <laughs> on there no more but um but in the podcast world there's so many people popping up with new podcasts and so many of them in my opinion are so superficial like that like they just sit in there talking about things that you hear all the time. Like, again, like you're talking about, like, what's your favorite position? Um, you know, oh, I smoked today or uh, whatever the case is. What would you do if your man cheated with your best friend? What would you do if, like, it's the same stuff. The same stuff. And I feel like a lot of it, not all of it, because I definitely have podcasts that I listen to and that I like, but there is a sense of, like, they're not really personable. Like, mm -hmm. they don't share, always share, like, the depths of their heart, which I think separates us, yes. you know, from those types. Because, like, we sit here and cry. And we sit here and talk about things that we don't want other people to know. Our mistakes, our mess-ups, our downfalls. Um, obviously, we talk about the positive things as well. But, you know, I think we touch on topics that people don't always talk about exactly, and it's refreshing yeah. i mean i know it is because we've had people tell us like i i love this topic or it's refreshing to hear stuff like this and um that's what motivates me to mm -hmm. keep going because i'm like i know that we are doing something great i know that god has opened up this door for us to come back into the podcast world mm -hmm. and to really touch people i mean since we've been on break i've had multiple people reach out like uh are y'all still podcasting what's going on and i'm like yes please don't like yeah, don't leave us don't like unsubscribe. we are still here we're just taking an extended break but that motivates me to keep going yeah. because you know i think sometimes and and i know for me i've fallen into like the um uh, what is it called? Like the microwave mentality where you want something immediately. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I think that I've gotten into that because we live in a society where you can have information immediately. Yeah. You can go on your computer, you can go on your phone and Everything find stuff immediately. immediately. People pop up every day doing new things. And it's just, it sometimes infiltrates my mind and makes me think like, oh, that's just life. Everything should just come so easy. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. Maybe it's not that easy for two women from Akron who don't have, like, money and notoriety and status and things like that to, you know, because people who are wealthy, it's easy for you to throw money at equipment. And it's easy yeah. for you to have access to other affluent people and influencers things like that like it's not easy yeah, for us yeah and then when you also aren't doing the things that are obviously gonna attract attention for you sure. know what i mean mm -hmm. like those certain topics those like we did a we did an episode called pretty sex i think yeah, it was called it was pretty good sex our, one of our top because y'all are some nasties <laughs> and it was not like that no, not but i think just the mere fact that it had the word sex in it that made everyone like oh let's go see what that's all about our most hot <laughs> watched episode ever yeah. and it's crazy because imagine if we was really talking you know so it just yeah. seemed like it could just be so easy but it's like i need a space for something else like all of my favorite podcasts 
they talk about everything. They talk about health. They talk about um, growth. I love the Friend Zone podcast. I love um, the Overly Opinionated podcast, which is very refreshing because it's a male podcast mm -hmm. that, you know, you can talk about forgiveness and yeah. your childhood and trauma. And they'll also talk about sports ball and stuff like that. But I like things that are well-rounded. Yeah. Because for me personally, I can't sit and just listen to... Um, um, what do you call it? mental health all day? All like day. I can't listen to Jay stuff. Shetty yeah. all day, every day. Either. That's like that drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, like you want some variety. I need some variety. Yeah. I want to talk about pop culture. I want to laugh. I want to, but I also want to know some of your struggles and what you went through. Not just how you dated a crazy ex that tried to bust your windows <laughs> out or your baby mama drama. Like I want to know, like about your childhood, about your relationships and friendships and how you navigated things. If, if you expect me to care anything about your podcast or what yeah. you're doing, I would like to know some things about who you are as a person. So, For sure. yeah. Yeah, and I think also, like, it's okay to give up on dreams that you realize are not serving you. Sometimes mm. we have these dreams, especially when you're younger. And you think when you're younger that you know it all and you think you know what's best for you mm -hmm. and you get older and you realize that's not life. Yeah. And or it just may not be who you are anymore because mm -hmm. we grow and we change. Um, at least you should be. And I think it's okay to be like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's okay to uh reinvent yourself. You know, you might be doing something for 10 20 30 years and then you realize i don't think that's my dream anymore because yeah. you may have been living in your dream you yeah. may have been for that season for doing that the season. thing that you wanted to do and now you're in a different season where that's no longer serving you for whatever reason yeah and it's okay to say well i'm 30 i'm 40 i'm 50 plus years old let me do something different exactly and, that's it, and it actually happens quite often but I, I think those people don't get enough credit for that because that's a mm. scary thing to it's do. Very because scary. people, and I know we've talked about this before, but people assume, and I don't know why we still have people assume this, is that like you're supposed to figure this all out in your 20s so that when you're 30 and the rest of your life, you're just going to do the thing that you're supposed to do. And it's like, that's that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's not the time frame that we live in anymore. That was yeah, something no. that happened decades ago. And it was cool for them. And I don't even know if it was cool for them. It just worked. Like, I don't yeah. even know if those people were really happy yeah. in what they were in. <laughs> I think now we're in a time where people are like, I'm okay with that. Like, I love my school because, well, so I do it online. Um, but, like, obviously you're in there, you're getting to know people. And when I was originally at the University of Akron, um, it was all young kids. I always felt like I'm like mama goose in there. <laughs> like all these little 18, 19 year olds. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let me sit in the back. <laughs> but um, where I'm at now, it's all kinds of people. And I get so many people who are older than me in my That's class. Awesome. And I'm like, this is amazing. And these are people that are like, yeah, my kids are grown now. And I just decided I wanted to go back to school. Love and I'm like, it. I love this. I love this for people because... You know, and then sometimes you just put your dreams on the back burner because yeah. life happens. Yeah. You know, you might be raising family or taking care of loved ones or whatever the case is or traveling, you know, 
and you can't do the thing you want to do, but then you find that passion again later mm -hmm. on in life and you go after it. So, you know, it's okay to change your mind. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think it's really good to be able to pivot sometimes. You don't want to get stuck in that mundane. And like you talked about yeah. back in the day, it was all about finding a good job. My grandparents, they both moved here from Alabama. They both got good jobs. My grandma retired from CentOS. My grandpa retired from Owens Corning. They bought them a home and that was the goal. You know, I feel like they made it. They literally came from, my grandma came from the projects in Alabama. My grandpa came from the farm. Yeah. <laughs> so for them to come up here and buy a big three-story home compared to what they used to live in mm -hmm. and get the jobs that they got, yeah. that was huge for them. But that's not maybe the same thing nowadays yeah. in this time. So it's okay to pivot. Yes. You know what I mean? It's okay to change paths. I do feel sometimes though like it's hard as a mom, especially as a mom with three kids. Oh, yeah. um, I, I just was talking to my oldest daughter about this, you know, because she always says she never having kids, which is fine, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> she hey. may change her mind. She may not. <laughs> but I always say, like, that is why, you know, if you choose to have kids, you choose to have kids when you do. Yes. Because, yes. you know, your kids will choose your life for yeah. you. You know what I mean? I can't always necessarily afford to just pivot. Sure. I can try my best and I do have a support system, but it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? For me to just say, you know, I don't want this job anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's why we get stuck. You that's know what I mean? We stuck. get stuck at these jobs for so long because it's just so comfortable and it's yeah. easy and it's scary. And I know me, you and lots of other people I know have talked about like, oh, I got to get out of here. I want to do something different. Yeah. I don't want this job anymore. But it's like, yeah. let me just keep going and being miserable every day because it's just the safety. It's just the it comfortability. Is. You know, you know that yeah. steady paycheck is coming. You yeah. know your bill's going to be paid and it's just so hard. But then you see other people who are like, oh, I did that for a year. I did that for two years. Then I changed. I'm like, how? That's, Do you just... <laughs> I feel like those people, which, you know, nothing against you. I think if you can do it and you're, it's working for you, great. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it can be a, diff a couple different things. One, maybe they don't have the kids and all the other responsibilities like that, so they have the flexibility. And then two, maybe they do have that, but they have a support system yeah. where they're able to do that. Like, yeah. sometimes, like, I have a cousin who... Um, she doesn't have to work her husband's military, mm. so she's able to do different things yeah. because, you know, they have, they, they live on the base, mm -hmm. they, you know, he basically takes care of everything, and she can choose what nice. she wants to do. And I'm like, that's great, mm -hmm. but not everyone's life is set up that way. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you have to take that into consideration. And I think in those situations, you just take baby steps. Yeah. I know you and I have talked about that before. You know, you've talked about school and other things. And I'm like, you know, maybe just to take the baby step of like, what do you have to do to get there? Mm -hmm. You know, what can you do? Can you take a part-time class here and there? Mm -hmm. Like just, just things like that, that help you get just a little bit closer. Yeah. And it's still hard. It's still hard because you're like, well, where do I put that in at? Man, yeah. <laughs> and it's so crazy because just to get a little bit deep, yeah. um, I have been having these feelings that I haven't had in a really long time okay. lately. Um, to where like I'm usually super optimistic, mm -hmm. like almost naive, like okay. in a way. I'm almost like, you can do anything, don't ever give up, you know? Yeah. But lately, 
I haven't been there. I've okay. been actually in the opposite. I've been having like some kind of dark thoughts that I've never had before okay. in mm -hmm. a sense of like, and it's crazy because I've been meaning to talk to you about this yeah. and I can't believe I'm doing it on the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know any of this, so we're learning about this together. But yeah, I have been having some kind of dark thoughts like this is just it for me. Like, mm -hmm. just yeah. accept that this is yeah. your life. This is where you're going to live. Mm -hmm. This is what you're going to be. Mm -hmm. This is all you're going to accomplish. Just make sure your kids have better than you ever had. Mm -hmm. And that should be good. Make sure your kids get out of this city or can if they want to. Yeah. Make sure they get a good education. Make sure that they don't get bound. You know what I mean? That they don't, yeah. you know, I just was like, just accept that this is it for yeah. you. And just mm -hmm. do your best to make sure that your kids don't get stuck to. And that is really dark. It is dark. <laughs> you and know? it's hard. Mm -hmm. And I completely understand that because mm -hmm. I've been there 50 million times. <laughs> Actually, I just, which is kind of, I, I'll try to stay on topic because mm -hmm. it will, it will kind of all come together. But um, I, over the winter, I typically get um, seasonal depression. Pretty normal for me. I usually know how to manage it. It's just, you know, when you're living in Ohio and it's cold and dark for half the day, it's depressing. Mm -hmm. So... Um, this past season was the absolute worst I've ever had with seasonal depression. Mm. I was so depressed. I cried probably every other day. I felt extremely hopeless mm. about everything. I can't, I, I promise you, I feel like it was every single day I told God, it doesn't matter anymore. None of this even matters anymore. Not like so dark to the point of like suicide or anything like that. I wasn't that down, but just giving up on everything. Like, I don't even care. I don't yeah. care about any of this anymore because obviously this is literally me and God. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you don't care. So I don't care. And that's how upset I was. I was yeah. literally saying this stuff to God, like you don't care. None of this stuff is changing. None of this stuff is, feels like it's, um, being productive or anything like that like I just feel like I'm a hamster on a wheel and I'm working 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 but I don't see the fruits of my labor like what is going on mm -hmm. like and it's so frustrating because you, you at least in my situation I feel like I'm doing the right things like I'm not not that I'm perfect but I'm not out here doing crazy things and I'm not out here you know purposely doing things to go against God's will and I'm you know I'm sacrificing things for my family and I'm working hard and I'm going back to school and I'm doing and it's like but I feel so hopeless and I feel yeah. like the end of the road is so far away and it's like you can't you're not getting any closer is what it feels like mm -hmm. in that moment and yeah, even though yeah. when you take a step back and you realize okay maybe it's not that but still that's hard. It's hard. That's hard to stick, you know, and then God is so funny. <laughs> Cause he always knows how to do very subtle things. At least in my situation. He always subtly puts things into like perspective for me. And in one of those moments, I was feeling really frustrated in that same sense of like, um, this is just my life. Yeah. I'm gonna be like this for the rest of my life. My life is gonna be like this for the rest of my life, yeah. and that's it. And, and then I was um, reading my Bible and I came across uh, the story of Abraham and Sarah and how they waited and waited and waited oh, and waited. And wa they were 90 and 100 before they had their baby. Yeah. They, were, they old. were old. <laughs> and they waited all them years. 
and not only that, but they they, they tried to do their own thing. They almost gave up. And well, they kind of did. Well, they kind of did for a minute, <laughs> and they tried to go their own route and do their own thing. Made a big mess for themselves, and then they, I, you know, was blessed with with you know the generations to come um, through Isaac, but. Uh, it, 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 then I thought to myself, God, you're funny. I said, but, but don't make me wait no 100 years. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say to me, God. I don't want to know But more. Don't, don't make me wait no 100 years. Um, <laughs> but when you think about that, sometimes it doesn't come fast. Like, our paces in life are different. Yeah. Like, just because someone made it at 21 and someone has all the stuff that you want at 28 doesn't mean it's over for you no yeah i think that social media does we you know we run this into the ground but social media does play a huge role in just the fakeness that we believe is everybody's reality you know i think you see all these couples um the first one that popped in my head i don't know if you even know who they are. If y'all will know who they are, Desmond and Christy Sarah. Um, they, it's a famous couple. They're so oh, funny. Oh, she's the one that says like the boot things and she's jumping up in the air. Okay, yeah, and yeah. And he got that crazy yes. laugh. Uh-huh. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and you see them and they're younger than us yes. and they have the gorgeous home and they're traveling yeah. all over the place and that's just one of a million people that I see on social media yeah. who live those lives. But that is literally not anything of what's going on around me you know i don't know why we fall into these traps of just feeling like you know that's just the norm and i'm not outside of eyeball out yeah that's not the case at all but you know i i try to think about what content what it would look like for me to be content Mm -hmm. for me to not look back when i'm 80 and say dang why didn't i take that class or why didn't i do this and that and i just try to be patient you know, I'm in the I'm in the trenches right now. Yeah, I have a twelve year old, almost ten year old next month, and a almost four year old this summer, and they're all living their own crazy lives. Yeah. And I have to manage it. Me yeah. and my husband have to manage it. They can't manage it themselves, right. and they get busier and busier every oh year. I don't know what the, the heck is older going they on. get, the busier they get. It's ridiculous. Oh my god, it's insane. So I'm just like, you know, this is my focus right now. But, you know, they will become older. I'm going to become older. And, you know, I'll wait for those doors to open because they are going to open. open. You know, it just is about being patient and just not succumbing to those dark thoughts. Yeah, but it's hard. I'm not going to act like it's not. And I feel like the best thing in those times, at least for me, is to talk to someone. Because Mm -hmm. for the longest, and I'm just good at suppressing things and not talking to people. Because I don't, I always feel like I'm going to be a burden to someone if I tell them how I'm feeling. Because I don't want people to be concerned and worried. Is Gabby going to be okay? I feel Mm -hmm. bad for her and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want people to have that thought about me. Like, I always have to kind of be the strong person who has it together. Mm -hmm. And in reality, we're not always that. We can't always be the strong person. Mm -hmm. We can't always have it together. So it's always good to have someone who's trusted that you can say, like, hey, it's hard right now. Hey, I'm going through it. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my life right now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should try to switch things up or if I should just stay with it and maintain and see if it changes. Because sometimes you just need that outside perspective. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just need um, like an unbiased opinion, like yeah. someone that's not in it with you to mm-hmm. be like, huh? Well, you know, you could do this yeah. or you could do that, and. 
like don't take for granted those relationships yeah. i think too many people take for granted those people in their life mm -hmm. and and be okay with talking about your mess. Like, be okay with it. Be like, I'm not okay saying, like, it. you need to call someone up every other day and talk about right. how you're depressed. Like, obviously, you don't want to do that. But mm -hmm. you can't do this alone. Yeah. You're not supposed to do this alone. Yeah. And that's why you have to have people that you trust. Because, you know, I have that same feeling. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a burden. Like, I don't want to. It's like a feeling of, like why haven't you figured this out yet? You know what I mean? Why haven't I figured this out yet? Why am I going to burden my husband or burden Gabby and say, like, I'm going through it? And I know they don't think this and would never say this, but it's this thing of feeling like, again, you are you here again? You feel like this again? And it's like, why haven't I figured it out yet? I literally just had a conversation with myself, like, and it, and it sounds silly when I say it out loud, but like, you're 33. Why haven't you figured this out yet? Which is crazy, because I'm like, crazy. I shouldn't have still have self-esteem issues at 33. You will. That's crazy. You will. People and at 45 at 50 and, and at 16. 63 and at, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to figure it all out. And, and. Y'all might not. Some of y'all young ones don't think so, but we're still young. Like we are still we're young. We're still young. You, you know that. I mean, though, I sometimes be like thirty-five. <laughs> like I, I shock myself every single time. I think that I'm thirty-five. I'm shocked all over again. Like when did I think because time goes by so fast and you just. I'm like, in a blink of the eye, I feel like I just turned 30. Man. I think I'm just somebody, my, and I'm already 35, but it's not in a shock, like, oh my God, you're 35, you're so old, but it's just like, time goes by so And you don't feel bad. it either, and you, don't you don't feel, feel 35. Well, I don't feel 35 because when I was in my teens and 20s, 30s seemed so much older. Yeah. So, I mean, I think people have this skewed vision of 30-year-olds as if we're just these old, crepid people that, you know, don't have much to live for anymore. And that's why I say, like, it's okay to reinvent yourself at whatever age you are because yeah. you're not too – you're only too old if you think you're too old. If you if you tell yourself you're too old, if you believe it, you're going to feel like you're old. And you're yeah. going to be um, – you're going to kind of be like a roadblock for yourself. Yeah. Like, you're the one in the way. Yeah. You've got to get out of the way. Um, because that's all a mindset, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, now for me, I'm talking about like, uh, goals and dreams and ambitions and things like that as an adult. Um, I've had many and I feel like, uh, the ones that I haven't achieved, many of them are just things that I kind of, I want to say outgrown. Like mm -hmm. I, I just realized like, eh, I don't really want that. Mm -hmm. I don't really think I want that. I think that was just the thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe people were around me, were, you know, in those careers or doing those things. And it seemed glamorous. And mm. as I got older and I realized, oh, okay, like I actually want this instead, which is okay. One dream that I've kind of given up on is marriage. What? Mm -mm. I don't want to get married. Stop it. I don't want to get married. Cut the show. <laughs> I don't want to get married no more. I do, but I don't. I do, but I don't. Does that make sense? Like, does it? I think it's just, ugh. <laughs> Marriage is ugh. <laughs> Let me say, I don't want to say men are ugh because I have, we have men listeners. Mm -hmm. But some of these men are ugh. I'm not saying all men, obviously not, but some of these men are ugh. Yeah. And I literally look and I'm like, this is what I got to choose from? 
It's hard. And not only that, but I, I think even more so, you know, you hear all these stories. And obviously, you can't let social media be um, like a dictator and like what life is. But then you hear all these stories about this couple splitting up and this couple splitting up and this couple splitting up. And you're like, oh, I thought they were like really happy. Oh, I thought they were really great. Mm. Oh, they seen this. They seen that. And then you go and a few days later, they're broken up and they're talking trash about each other. And they've been together forever. And it's like, well, if y'all can't make it. What makes me think that I'm gonna jump in the game at 35 and, and, I, and I, I'm not saying that like in a sense of like just give up. I, this is just me and my internal struggle. Like I'm not trying to project on anyone else, but me and my internal struggle is like I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's just it, it it's still something deep down inside of me that I would love it because I'm just such a lovey dovey like wear my heart on my sleeve type of person and like fairy tales and stuff. Obviously I don't expect marriage to be that, but like mm-hmm. just that lovey dubbiness inside of me wants it still. But when I look at everyone else's situation, I look at the people who do try to talk to me. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. And I just be like, Ugh. and it seems like I was talking to you. Um, and I won't at all go into detail about this, but like going on my date. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ugh. Not, not, nothing against the person, but just, this is dating? Yeah. She was is like, uh, like I'm like, get excited. Yeah, she, Nikki was super excited for my date. And I was just <laughs> like, eh, eh, I guess it'll be cool. Like, it's been a long time. So this will get my, my toes, like, kind of, what do they call it? Toes wet or something like mm-hmm. that. Is that, what, is that the right thing? Dip your toes Dip in your toes the water. In. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, you don't know get what I'm saying. Get wet. my toes wet. <laughs> and then I wanted to jump out of the pool. This is what it's like. <laughs> But see, that's what, and and I get it, because I hear that a lot from single women. Because it's And I'm like, it seems, and and, and not to, but just to be honest, like Mm -hmm. I'm married, happily married, obviously, but I'm not saying it to say I wish I was, but it seems like it would be very fun if I was a single woman to get all dressed up and go on dates. But Mm -mm. there is pee in the dating pool, Mm -hmm. and the stuff that y'all be dealing with, I'd be like, are they trying to sabotage a day? I'm like, are there not enough women podcasts, talk shows, articles <laughs> for y'all to not completely? I mean, every time I hear about a woman going on a date, the dude say or do something so stupid or yeah. crazy or embarrassing or just, or just a turn off. Weird. Yeah, or just a turn off and you're like, Ugh. and then sometimes I think to myself, well, I'm, I don't. I mean, I, I have good standards, but my standards aren't, like, unrealistic. They're not crazy. So, it's, it's like, I can't be me in my mindset. It's, like, and I say, like, I'm not saying that as, like, I'm a perfect person. But I'm saying when I'm in a date and I'm, like, this is just weird. Like, I know it's not <laughs> yeah. me. This is just weird. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's just, like, and, and not at all. I'm not saying this for all men. But it seems like there's so many. I don't, I don't know how to say so, <laughs> have y'all ever watched, uh, and this is obviously, you can't, you can't answer right now, but Johnny Bravo, mm-hmm. and like, um, uh, Looney Tunes and Pepe Le Pew, mm-hmm. that's what these men are like, Johnny <laughs> Bravo and Pepe Le Pew. They are. They are really into themselves. Ugh. They are. The prize. Yes, they're the prize, but not only that, but it's just so much, the, the one guy, Mm-hmm. That we went all went out together, and then we went out to the other spot late at night. Uh, you, I don't know how to say it. Karaoke. 
Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> he be. is someone who oh, I feel, okay. I feel oh. like it's, do you know? I know. Okay. I feel like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. <laughs> he's Johnny Bravo. And I feel like he's, amongst some other men that I've met, very into themselves. Very, very into themselves. Ugh. And it's almost like if you don't accept their, um, I don't know, their call for you their to advances. go out or whatever, it's like, she denied me. And I just be like, ugh. And where do they get these attitudes from? Are, are women really out here? being thirsty for these men like i really want to know are there some women that's really out here in these dudes dms flirting with them trying to get their attention there might be some, but because what yeah i hope not but yeah i get it all though. that is like it's still something that i feel like i'm not so uh hopeless on it that i'm like um it will never happen yeah. but i'm also just like you're not like wishing I'm and hoping and praying rest i'm not look I purposefully try to make myself look unattractive when I go out walking Monty. <laughs> Put on my black coat with my hat, with my sunglasses, with my sh um, scarf all the way wrapped around my face so you can only see like this part of me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Don't, just leave me alone. <sighs> I guess. I get it. I mean, I do feel like, you know marriage has always been placed on this huge pedestal mm -hmm. and marriage is amazing but i think that it shouldn't be i really don't think that it shouldn't be everybody's end all be all yeah because we put so much pressure on marriage and that's how so many people they end up um sad and, and, and alone in their marriages they end up depressed they end up fighting somebody for 20 years Jesus. because I that. yeah mm -hmm. i mean there's literally people who have fought for 10 15 20 years trying to make a marriage that. work just to get no. a divorce in their old age now and, and you spent all that time fighting just to end it. And sometimes it'd be because they're trying to prove something by not getting a divorce. Yeah. They're trying to keep together for the kids. You know, they're trying to hold on to something that's not there. That's why me and Darshan, we said we're going to work at this thing. We're yeah, going to sure. be happy because I'm not staying in no miserable no. marriage. I'm not being in no loveless marriage. I'm not being in no sexless marriage. No. And he like me neither. Right. You know yeah. So it's like we're going to be happy or we're going to be gone. Because right. it's not going to do our kids any good. I'm not about to stay in no marriage worried about what other people think. Exactly. I could care less. You don't have to live this life. I only got one. I'm not living it for nobody else. Exactly. Yeah. And we living in these miserable states because we don't want other people to look down on us. People ain't thinking about you and they'll just move on to the next person to come exactly they're gonna have their, their five <laughs> minutes of shock to sit at the table and say mm -hmm, they got a divorce i've seen it coming congratulations you're a psychic good job miss cleo and, and they're going to, to move the next, on and they're usually the miserable people too they're usually people who are unhappy unfulfilled mm -hmm. and they just like to gossip about people so i don't even care about those people's opinion yeah that's why when, when when i and it's very rare nowadays but like every once in a while i talk to someone and they're like you ain't dating like you're getting older this and i'm like i don't even care what they gotta it's say it's so annoying like, like you should just start being like shut up i, I just i say it in my head but i just be like mm, i don't care if it don't happen it don't happen what about you do you have anything that i gave up on like dreams yeah, or that you're just unsure about now acting okay. yeah. <laughs> um i would love to act and and as a matter of fact um i would love to be involved in like film some type of way um yeah. like something, something i want anything. to be around you yeah. know um and i kind of i don't want to say gave up okay. but i kind of was like 
the time will come. Okay. You know, don't rush it. Mm -hmm. You're not old. There's an actor. I can't think of his name. I wish I could, y'all. He play in everything. He's an older man. He's 77, actually. Mm -hmm. And he's in everything out right now. I really can't think of his name. I know he's in, like, Percy Mill Percy Jackson. I always call him Percy Miller. <laughs> Percy Jackson, Queen Sugar. He's in everything. Okay. Um, and he just won a bunch of Oscars. Yeah. 77 years old. Like, I am not pressed about, oh, I'm too old. You know what I mean? No. Um... When the time comes, yeah. when that door opens up, when my life slows down a bit, mm -hmm. I will go back into it. But I just feel like for right now, yeah. the pressure, you know, of feeling like my life is passing me by, right. you know, I'm not going to allow that to, you know, I'm not going to try to rush anything. Yeah, to get in the way. Okay, that's good. All right, y'all. That was episode that was a lot. one. <laughs> that was episode one. Coming episode out the one. gate, <laughs> swinging, talking about, you know, dreams that we may or may not want to continue to pursue. I can't wait to hear what y'all think. What do you guys think about adults chasing their dreams and their support systems and what's realistic and what's not realistic? And, you know, what what advice do you have for yeah. people who are chasing their dreams? What are you doing currently and actively? You know, share because sure. there are other people that listen to this that want to know. Don't feel like what you have to say is not important. I'm guilty yeah. of having thoughts when I listen to a podcast or watch a video and wanting to share and then for whatever reason I, I'll say I get to it later or I just won't share it but now yeah. that that could have really helped somebody else that's reading this and contemplating over yeah. the same things that we're discussing so please for give sure. us your feedback yeah. we want to hear what y'all think definitely and as always everything's in the description make sure you like comment share and subscribe so you don't miss anything and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.